What's going on, A Pluses Nerd Mixers? It is your boy, Indy Uchiha. Mr. Guapo himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because I'm handsome. Uh, 209 versus everybody. And we here to talk about, finally, is that a gray hair? That's a gray hair, ain't it? Ooh, that's bad, that's bad, that's bad. Can't be a no, this old. But speaking about gray hairs, we're here to talk about Secret Invasion, Episode 1, Resurrection. We have been waiting on this. I've been waiting on something to review. Uh, these reviews will be coming out every Thursday. This one didn't this time because I wanted to make sure I got everything right so we can get y'all a little better visual of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And since I don't trust nobody in my house because I feel like everybody is a scroll, we're going to take a stroll, you know what I'm saying, through the beautiful Wisconsin area so that I can watch my back and see what's going on as we bring you this review. Now, we got us a grizzled, grizzled, grizzled Nick Fury beard all grayed out you know what i'm saying been going through a lot um there's there's a lot that's being done with this character in a little bit of time because then the nick fury we know has always been somebody who's been four to five steps ahead um has always had a plan has always felt like he was invincible you know what i'm saying or untouchable because of everything that he had going on right but we're starting to see a different version of Nick Fury due to the consequences and everything that happened after the blip. You know what I'm saying? After the snap, he know he could be touched. That, that there's some stuff that he can't even control and what's going to go on. So the, this Nick Fury isn't as confident. He, he, he has that arrogance. He still has that swag. But you could tell that the confidence, you know what I'm saying, is, isn't always there and and how do you know who to trust when anybody literally anybody can be a scroll now i'm loving the tone of this show um it might be a little bit too slow you know what i'm saying for some people but it's more of a, like an espionage thriller so kind of like a dark James Bond, you know what I'm saying, with like a little bit less action because they really have to figure out what's going on, you know, like like I feel like the the tone and a lot of the stuff in this episode would have fit good in like Matt Reeves Batman, you know what I'm saying, it's like the investigative stuff and some of the conversation pieces because the tone felt very familiar to me when it came to that, and I appreciate that, I appreciate that, that every it feels like every Disney Plus show has been different than every other Disney Plus show. That that every when we're diving into characters, we're getting the stuff like that. We're not getting rehashes of you know what I'm saying the same things. And that's one thing that I appreciate they're doing. Now we jump off with uh Martin Freeman's character. Um coming in, looking at something, running up into a guy who has some information about uh who believes he's figured out the invasion that's going on. And is trying to give the information to somebody in the government that he can trust in order to stop, you know what I'm saying, a war between Russia and America. Uh, because that's what the scrolls are after. They want to eradicate all humans. So they want to come in, start a war between all the humans so they dispose of each other. And because uh, they understand that these two places have nuke capabilities and because they can survive uh, radiation. They know that if the planet gets nuked, 
they'll survive like little roaches. So basically you have two halves of the scrolls. You have a half that is still riding with Talos and uh, Talos, I'm sorry. Um, Sam Jackson taught me the proper way to pronounce that, Talos. Uh, that are rocking with Talos and Nick Fury. And then you have the other people who are upset because uh, the blipped happened. They've had no contact with Nick Fury. Uh, they were promised a new home world. Haven't got it yet. And it's been years. So they feel like the promises that they have been told haven't been kept and that they're secondhand citizens. Now, you come to find out little things like when Talos sees a plant growing from his home world that is adapted uh, to Earth's atmosphere and it's thriving. Um, Gaia, you get inf uh, things like where Gaia uh, picks up the one kid who's a scroll to bring him in and you get to see kind of like how they indoctrinate um, rogue scrolls, scrolls into uh, their society and that the ones that aren't warriors, the ones that aren't out there fighting cannot leave New Scrollia or whatever the hell they call it and that only the warriors are able to leave. Um, but they're growing their own, everything they're growing is, or, or has an origin from their planet. So it makes it feel like home to them. So they're trying to terraform earth into a new home. It's a different twist on the secret invasion storyline, but it fits very well into what the MCU has going on right now. Now there's, there's a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes that we didn't get to see, or we haven't saw yet like the death of uh, Taylor's wife, um, him and his daughter becoming estranged, his daughter actually joining uh, joining up with, or whatever his name is, I just call him, yeah, um, and that dude's smart as hell, let, let, let me get that. The the, the villain, the, the leader of this rogue group is brilliant, and the fact that all of the promotional material and everything that led up to this first episode had us believing that, um, we were going to have our Game of Thrones uh, songstress, the beautiful Daenerys Targaryen, um, that her character Gaia, Gaia was actually going to be the main villain, who still might end up being, uh, but it's actually just a lackey that's being used. But I feel like she's being used because of the connections to her father. Um, it's, it's interesting to me, uh, but she still might end up being the main villain because the, the twist she did at the end to her pops and them feeding them the false information in order to make sure everything went off with a hitch. Yo, I, I didn't see that coming. I thought that it was going to be typical Marvel behavior and that they, they, they changed, they, they, they promoted what was going to be this, this huge villain, you know what I'm saying? Being Taylor's daughter, um, all that was going to jump off and, oh no. Wow, first episode and she gets reformed. You know what I'm saying? She gets reformatted to say hero. Oh, her mom dies. She feels for her dad. She understands that what her uh the people she working for killed her mom. Uh, because that's what her dad told her. So now she hates them because her mom died. So she's gonna join their side and help them take down the big bad. Nah. And I love the fact that it didn't go down like that, that they actually did different than what they normally do. So that that was super, super dope that they took the initiative to use her to her and her connection with her dad and the love that her dad had with her and his weakness something that they've been pointing out in Nick Fury and in Talos the weakness that they have right now and the fact that uh, Marie Hill said it best um, it's okay if you can't I forget exactly what she said but it had to do with okay if you can't take a step forward you know what I'm saying to go ahead and just walk away 
you know, if, if you can't handle the situation, there's no shame in just walking away. And the fact that Nick Fury and Talos not walking away and letting other people handle the situation because of the people that are involved, that it, it caused major consequences. One on Talos' part by letting his daughter go uh, when he had her right there. Like, he could have put her down. He could have brought her in. She knew. She knew that he wasn't going to do that. When when he gave her, when he had the gun on her and gave her the warning, right? She looked at him, told him, there's always a second one. You always give another warning. And Nick Fury not being on his P's and Q's ended up having him, ended up having him lose one of the closest people to him ever. Uh, we think. But I'm pretty sure. Uh, that end scene when shot Maria Hill morphed as you know what I'm saying Nick Fury um, ended up because remember she was just a special guest she's not a reoccurring character uh, if you watch the um, credits ended up uh, being the end for Miss Maria Hill uh, former director of S.H.I.E.L.D. was she former director of S.H.I.E.L.D. in this? I don't know well uh, I have to go back and watch but uh, basically that was ended up being you know what i'm saying that's nick fury's main connection to earth so now we know that nick's gonna end up staying here because now maria hill's dead what's going on with talos i want to see what the what the uh interaction between him and talos is because that's going to be really interesting but let's get back to some key points in this episode and some stuff i really like because i really didn't there wasn't nothing i like you got roadie in the um president's office which we know nine times out of ten is probably a squirrel uh Letting letting people know that Nick Fury is back, that uh, him and Maria Hill went AWOL because they abandoned their post. Something must be going on. Nobody knows where they're at. They need to find Nick Fury because he's supposed to be up uh, setting up the defenses for Saber to protect uh, from intergalactic threats. That that was that was his goal, especially after you know what I'm saying everything that happened with the blip and stuff like that. He's in space trying to knock that out. So. That there's they they use that one scene possibly to set up something later in, in one of these later five episodes because we never go back to that point, right? Uh, Mar Martin Freeman character who ended up dying wasn't really his character; it was a scroll uh, infiltrated, which means that the scrolls have him. He's captured somewhere in one of these little brain boxes, and they have his memories. They have they had his form because they were using him to infiltrate stuff. Um, Gaia lets her dad know that they have like thousands of people in the field, hundreds or thousands of people in the field, and she doesn't know who's who. She doesn't know who's a scroll, who's not. So that's interesting to see how many people in high power that they actually infiltrated and took over. And needless to say, how many people just off the street, you know what I'm saying, they took in in order to be able to blend in with society in order to do this. So they're posing as a group. They're standing against, I believe, Russian order. Americans standing against Russians and they're setting bombs and stuff off just causing havoc and blaming on this group which in turn should make Russia uh, eventually attack the US and then nuclear war and then you know what I'm saying they win uh, set by somebody who was close to Talos who feels like he was lied to that Talos turned his back on him that he's on Nick Fury's ball sack you know what I'm saying and all that and, and won't let nothing go so the the dynamic of the relationship between the characters in this to me are a lot better than previously 
uh really shows maybe other than like wandavision hawkeye you know what i'm saying it might be a couple of shows that that where you feel like the connection between the characters were a little bit stronger but being away from nick fury for so long and then coming back into this with these characters is something that man it, j it just felt good it felt fresh um I, I enjoyed every minute of this of this show when i when i was watching it and the dynamic the, the the best dynamic is the dynamic between talos and nick fury who seem like brothers you know what i'm saying joking with each other about their ages you know um uh nick fury coming down hard on them like they're gonna prey on your weakness they're gonna play on your mercy what are you gonna do about that but at the same time maria hill and nick fury know that he ain't the same he used to be you know what I'm saying? He used to be three steps ahead. We used to share everything with each other when we said the chessboard. That's not how we're doing this anymore. You know what I'm saying? That like the, the whole episode is people telling Nick Fury that he's not the same Nick Fury. But not being the same Nick Fury doesn't mean he's not a more competent, more dangerous Nick Fury. Because uh, I feel like if you back him into a corner like you're doing right now, he becomes a very, very dangerous man. And and that's what I want to see what happens. I want to see this spy, this agent of shield former director of shield get down and dirty and do shield like things you know w w the stuff he was trained for instead of just recruiting the avengers you guys let me know what you thought about this episode like subscribe leave a comment i feel like this is gonna be a good ride how do you guys feel about it i can't wait to see what goes on it's good. It's good so far. If you don't agree, let me know why you don't agree. In the comments below, we have a conversation. You might put you don't, you might tip me on to something that I missed. You know, let me know what your highlights of this episode was. Let me know what you think about these new characters that were introduced so far. Look, I can't wait till next Wednesday. Until next time, this is your boy, Mr. Nerd Mix Alpha, NDUTI himself. All you A pluses, stay in tune. We got a lot of new content coming, as you see. Stuff is looking better. New graphics. Beautiful thing, beautiful thing. I'll let you guys later. Keep it A plus. India.